and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my neighborhood CBD-infused churro dealer tells me that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today, we'll be reviewing another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Dos de Oros, located in Martin City, Missouri. The main location is at 13029 Holmes Road, KCMO 64145. Dos de Oros offers classical Mexican plates, tacos, fajitas, and drinks in a traditional dining room with booth seating. Dos de Oros takes real pride in serving their guests authentic Mexican dishes made with the finest ingredients available, like salsas, Made fresh throughout the day to ensure the ultimate in flavor. Fresh guacamole made with Haas avocados. Handmade tamales prepared daily in the traditional way. Wrapped in corn husks for the best taste and to retain moisture. These are but a few of the efforts they make every day to bring you the real flavors of Mexico. And just across the street and down the street a ways is the Dos de Oros Taqueria. It's a smaller version of Dos de Oros at 650 East Blue Ridge Boulevard, Kansas City, Missouri. That's where we're going to be doing the show today. It offers Mexican eats and ice cream treats. Some customers have called it the best darn taco hole in the wall in KC. They also offer 99 cent tacos on Taco Tuesday. And other customers say that Dos de Oros has the best and most authentic tacos in KC. And another customer said that it is the closest KC has to an authentic California taqueria. My brother used to live right across the street from this location of Dos de Oros. This might just be the first place I ever had an authentic street taco. Let's meet our special taco reviewer guests. Ah, yes. You are listening now to the sounds of the band Victor and Penny. Victor and Penny deliver swing-infused folk jazz in the band's signature high-energy style with joy, humor, and soaring musical improvisation. Victor and Penny were named Best Folk Ensemble 2015 by The Pitch, Standout Concert of the Year by Joplin Globe, and are seven-time Folk Alliance International Official Showcase Artists. Victor and Penny impress and delight with charm and hot licks, and they are an absolute rollicking blast. The group regularly tours in the USA, having made nearly 1,100 appearances, and traveled 265,000 miles in the last eight years. Victor and Penny are Jeff Freeling and Aaron McGrain. Jeff Freeling formerly worked for the Blue Man Group in Chicago. And Aaron McGrain is an actress, model, voiceover artist, TV host here in Kansas City for years. She was uh, the co-host of Cinema KC. You might also have seen her in the George Clooney film Up in the Air and her former band, the Cabaret Troupe, Ala Cartuna. Mr. Freeling, formerly trained at Berklee School of Music Boston and the Conservatory of Music in Kansas City. 
He participated in the international program The Acoustic Guitar Project in 2014 and is an accomplished composer, arranger, and outstanding instrumentalist. Aaron McGrain is an Arts KC Fund Inspiration Grant recipient and a Mid-America Arts Alliance Professional Development Grant recipient, as well as a fellow of the Artist Inc. program, for which she currently serves as a peer facilitator and a workshop presenter. Ladies and gentlemen, we are honored to be joined by Victor and Penny. Jeff Freeling and Aaron McGrain. Jeff and Aaron, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for asking us. Thanks for having us. Now, you recommended Dos de Oros to me, and I've been coming here for years. What makes this one of your favorite taco spots in in Kansas City? Oh, man. Well, the atmosphere. I like the atmosphere. It's fun. It's casual. And... uh, the food. The food is just really good. And they serve a good margarita too. So They do have a tight margarita. Um, yeah, it's just the there's something about their food that just, I, don't, I can't even really, you know, can't even really say what it is, but it just, it feels, it seems special. And they have an interesting menu. There's a few interesting things on the menu that, they that do, aren't yeah. in. The jambalaya. Yeah. They have jambalaya on the menu? They have jambalaya. And, wow. it's, and yeah. it's amazing, actually. Believe it or not. Yeah. We had a friend that ordered it in a group with us one time, and uh, we're like, really? You're getting the jambalaya. I swear it was delicious. And like, they have an interesting quesadilla that they have a, it's kind of like almost a barbecued flavored mm-hmm. grilled Ooh. vegetable quesadilla that's really delicious. Yeah. We we have a vegetarian friend too so like you know we've tried a, we've eaten there enough that we've tried and, and with enough people that we've tried a lot of stuff and, so. and also they have um, you know a lot of Mexican restaurants restaurants just have one uh, fish taco dish like here's our fish tacos but uh, Dos Doros has at least two or three right. different like styles of fish taco and we, we like fish tacos so that's that's great for us now yeah. we're at the Taqueria location mm-hmm. there's also just really really close like right across the street and up up a little bit is the uh, sit down restaurant location where you bring the family and have yep. special dinners and we're at the Taqueria which uh, my brother used to live right through those trees over there in that cul-de-sac and this was our taco spot and the other location were, were our Martin City taco spots. So. We should clarify that we are sitting down. We are. Yes. We are sitting down <laughs> in the taqueria. They do have seats. They do have, seat. they have yeah. tables in here as well. I mean, if memory serves me correctly, this might be one of the first places in Kansas City I had a authentic street taco. Yeah. Their um, street tacos are great. Yeah. And I fell in love with street tacos. I grew up a gringo suburban taco lover. And then I think I fell in love with the street taco here at Dos de Oros. When you say suburban taco lover, what that says to me, I grew up in Northwest Iowa mm-hmm. uh, where we had roast beef and uh, mashed potatoes and green beans and corn, <laughs> lots and lots of corn. So tacos for our house was uh, ground beef and um, sort of ketchup-like taco sauce. Yes. And um, yellow shredded cheese from the craft. And then a and head of lettuce. lettuce. Oh, yeah. Iceberg, <laughs> iceberg. Iceberg lettuce. Yes, that's Shredded. Yeah. I was going to ask you about the Iowa taco scene. There are two famous taco connections to Iowa, and I want to know, have you ever eaten at Tasty Taco in Iowa? Um, People tell I, me it's the best taco chain. Where in, in Iowa? Des- I think it's a Des Moines oh, place. Oh, a I have not yeah. eaten at Tasty Taco, although I was born in Ames, but that might have been before Tasty Taco was a thing. I will say that my that was my suburban taco was the ground beef, but we did have a really great 
uh, we had a really great taco place up at the lakes, which is about 20 miles from where I grew up, um, called uh, Mrs. Ladies, and it's still there. So that's and a it's, great name for a yeah, taco place. Great Mrs. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and also, did you know that Casey's invented the taco pizza in Iowa? I did not know that. It doesn't surprise but me, it though. It doesn't surprise yeah. me either, because Casey's is a staple of any person who's ever been spend any time in Iowa. Did you grow up eating taco pizza in uh, Iowa? I did, yeah. The first time I ever had it, though, was that um, we had a Pizza Hut, and we had a Godfather's, and we had a Happy Joe's. And I think it was Happy Joe's that had the taco pizza, because they were the first one that had a lot of unusual toppings, like Canadian bacon, pineapple. and. I think, actually, now that you just totally sparked my memory, I think Happy Joe's claims to have invented the taco pizza. I would believe that. Yeah. Happy Joe's, they kind of they were the first one to do interesting, that I knew of, and my, my world was small in Northwest Iowa, but um, the first one I knew that did that. Yeah, like, they, I remember they had a pepperoni pizza that had something extra special in it, too, that I can't remember what it was, but just stuff. But yeah, <laughs> just Iowa, yeah, stuff. Iowa stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, where did you grow up? Did you, did you come from a taco-eating family and town? Well, I grew up in Kansas City okay. in the Brookside area. The we, mean streets of Brookside? The mean streets of Brookside. We had, uh, we had Dos Hombres over there, and that was our spot. Always, always liked it as a kid, and then as an adult, it kind of... I don't know. Kind of went away. We used to do like taco salad at home, you okay. know, which was kind of a variation of what Aaron was talking about, you know, just uh, and the yellow corn taco shells from the yeah, store from the El box. Paso. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Taco night. Yeah, yeah. The boxes of taco shells. So we did. We did some of that too. So. When do you think you had your first authentic street taco? Do you remember that moment? I do. I was in Mexico. Okay. Um, so. I took Spanish all through high school and the reward for taking Spanish all through high school was you got to go to Mexico on the student trip. So I went in the summer of 1983 and uh, went to Mexico City, Guadalajara and Puerto Vallarta. And in Mexico, it was in Mexico City that I had my first street food ever, which kind of blew my mind as a kid from Iowa and my first street taco. And it was so different than anything. I didn't actually didn't like it at the time because it was so different. I was really unprepared prepared for unprepared for it and it seemed so spicy yeah and it seemed hot you know with the jalapenos and um but of course now i love them but that's i mean i remember that and it seems like they were they were roasting meat on a spit in on in the street you know what i mean so like like the chicken was like shredded Mm -hmm. off it was it smelled really good. I wish I'd been able to appreciate it more. Did they still they have crickets for you to eat? I, they did. I, yeah. Did you try some? I didn't then, okay. but I have since. <laughs> okay. I'm much more adventuresome now than I <laughs> than I was then. So. Jeff, when did you have your first street um, taco? I don't remember exactly, but I it's, I seem to recall it may have been this place in Austin, Texas, called Se Salsa which was famous for, which we thought was so neat at the time because they had six salsas and there was like a, a salsa bar. Now everyone has a salsa bar, right? But they had this, this salsa bar and you could go up and you could try all six of them and it's called Say Salsa. But they had they had very authentic food down there. And I think it was one of the first times I had you know, authentic, uh, like authentic Mexican food served in the United States. <laughs> Where would you put your scale of, of taco love? Do you, how often a, a week do you guys eat tacos? Oh my gosh. 
It's close twice to a week. It's, it's it's tipping the meters. Yeah, I mean, to at least pray twice a week, two or did, three times a week. When did we, we have Mexican last night? We did. Yeah, we had Mexican last and night. Yeah. How about that? Yes, yeah. so there's your two times a week, <laughs> and we'll probably have it tomorrow night too because when we travel, on usually on a drive day or a fly day, the first thing we go for is margaritas and tacos. And and oftentimes we choose our hotel by how Based its proximity, proximity to, to the Mexican restaurant, and we know it's a total win if we call it we call it parking lot Mexican. If you can literally really check into the hotel and walk across the parking lot to the Mexican. That is the place for staying. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you are my people. Um, Aaron, <laughs> yes. you contacted me a long time ago and you're like, I must be on this show and talk tacos with you. I'm so sorry it's taken this long to, oh, to do this. Yeah. I knew you guys would, would be, well, I don't know yet. Let me ask, how do you feel about burritos? Compared, oh, yeah. to, compared yeah, to tacos, burritos, yeah. They, they really, oh, do, what about compared to tacos? Are you more of a taco tacos. lover or a burrito lover? I'm more taco. I'm probably more burrito. You're actually. More burrito. Yeah, okay. Now that you say it, yeah. So you yeah. order burritos more than tacos? Probably so. What about yeah. chimichangas? Not so much because of the <laughs> fried element. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I like I like more tortilla generally. Okay. So I, I like I like burritos. Tamale is a new thing and for me in the last few years. I never got into the tamale, but then I had one at a place downtown and they it was rajas con queso, so it was roasted jalapenos in in and cheese Whoa. inside the tamale. What place was this? Uh, El Patron. So, okay. All right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and that, that was, so that turned me on to the different kind of tamale. Okay. Um, but I like enchiladas a lot. I eat a lot of enchiladas and a lot of street tacos. Carne asada is my favorite of the street tacos. Mm-hmm. Although sometimes I like the El Pastor. I usually get El Pastor. El Pastor is good. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you travel a lot with the band. Yeah. I mean, how many days out of the year or months out of the year are you guys on the road? Well, this year has been a little less in our, in our, in our biggest year it was 205 we were on the road for 205 wow. days I think this year about 70 or something yeah like probably that. around 70 um, yeah. average like our peak was 205 average was probably 1 to 150 probably when we were touring heavy and we're trying to bring it back a little bit now and you've hit you must have hit a lot of great taco towns do oh you have a favorite taco town Ooh, that you've that hit is on so your tour hard. there's a, a place out in western Colorado a little town called Fruta oh my gosh so good and uh, there's a great place there. I think it's called El Tapatio. I think it is. That's exactly what it is. Or and El it's Tapatio. right next. It's right next to the hotel. <laughs> and it's right across <laughs> from the hotel the, that yes. we stay. Yeah. Parking lot Mexican restaurant. Parking lot Mexican restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And uh, should we tell the story? Yes, let's do it. We were, I, I feel no shame. <laughs> yeah, we were there one night with the with the band. We were playing. There's a little there's a little uh, concert series out there, and. Uh, so we went over after the show. They closed at 10 and we got over there about 940, but they're, they're very nice. And, uh, we sat down, we're having dinner and they have this, this great dish and it's the, it's, um, all these vegetables, um, and like, jicama. yeah, jicama and carrots and, bro- and not broccoli, but cauliflower yeah. and some peppers. And it's kind hot. of, it's kind of hot and yeah. pickled. It's like a jardinier. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> We're just loving it. Eat, eat it with chips, it. you know. It's it's like <laughs> it's eat it with just... a pico de gallo and eat this stuff. And the waitress comes by, and Aaron goes, "This is so good. What what is this?" And she goes, "Coleslaw." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you call this delicious, authentic Mexican dish? <laughs> 
coleslaw. <laughs> oh, man. Some good Mexican coleslaw. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was. It had so jicama there. I mean, I still, I still, I, I still I'm contend. Gonna, it was not. I'm going to call it yeah. yeah. It was like Mexican jardinier. Yeah. yeah. So, a lot of people talk about Austin having great tacos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We get Denver sometimes, San yeah. Antonio, um, and of course, yeah. LA. We've eaten in all those places. Yeah. <laughs> but Albuquerque, we get that a lot. I don't remember Albuquerque. Cowgirl? Oh, Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Oh, Santa Fe. Sorry, that's yeah, what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Calgary. Yeah, the barbecue place. I'm trying to think of some of the really outstanding tacos. That one, that one in Fruto is really good. Their food is just so good. Yeah. Oh, and then that other place that night when you first had Chili Colorado. That was a seminal night too. Also, this is one of those things we get in late, so we drive driving all day, and it was just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And um, that place was closing; they were already vacuuming and sweeping up and stuff. I think and it was in. Service. I think it was in Dayton, Ohio. I think you're right. Yeah. And just random. Random Mexican restaurant, and you had the chili Colorado that absolutely just knocked your socks yeah, off. Yeah, chili Colorado. Um, it's um, it's usually pork or beef, and this just amazing. It's all about the sauce. It's it's about, and it has to be like the sauce has to be. Like like when you see a tomato sauce, it's too pink. You know, it's like ah, that's probably not going to be any good. But this sauce is like it's kind of like a brick red. You know, it's like a like a burgundy brick I red. I can picture it. It's yeah. got brown in it. Yeah. You know. And this particular, and there, this particular sauce at this place was super spicy, uh, but really, really flavorful. And it's just these really perfectly cooked chunks of pork in this amazing sauce. It's not, it's not an enchilada sauce, you know. It's different. Um, and they serve them with uh, with tortillas and rice, and it's just one of the best that. things. It's probably my favorite Mexican dish. Wow. Yeah. Is it called Chili Colorado on Chili most Col- uh, yeah. menus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some some places have a variation of it, and uh, you'll look at the description and go like, oh, that's that's Chili Colorado. So this Friday, you guys are playing a show in Kansas City at the uh, Musical Theater Heritage, stage two, uh, doors open at 7.30, or I guess showtime is showtime 7.30. Showtime is 7.30. There's a nice bar there too, so it's kind of fun to hang out if you want to come a little bit early. Yeah, we're going to do, it'll be a concert setting and um, we're bringing in this group from Oklahoma called Annie Oakley and we met them. It's three, it's a trio of three, three girls. They're really terrific, great harmonies. They have that whole Oklahoma magic that's going on right now. There's so many good groups that are coming out of Oklahoma. They're another one. So we're excited to introduce our folks to them. Um, and that's going to be really great. So the other thing about that uh, Oklahoma connection is that there's actually a really fantastic taco place in downtown Tulsa. It's the Chimia. Chimera. Oh my gosh. And they also have, they also do breakfast tacos, which can be sometimes people don't do yeah. them well, but this is amazing. But their Chimera has fantastic So we tacos. can't even talk about Victor and Penny without it leading directly to tacos. <laughs> to tacos. Yeah. So that's Tulsa uh, is a good taco town. It has, uh, I guess they have a Torchy's down there now, right? I don't know. Have you I been to Torchy's? It's it. the closest Torchy's to right. But yeah, I just heard yeah. this week that Torchy's is looking to expand. So oh. they're bringing that to KC sometime. I said sometime in the next five years. So oh, we'll five see. years. Have you ever had Torchy's in Austin? Uh, we did. Uh, we did had. We? Is it okay? That's where we went. That we went. Th- I think we didn't end up eating there though. We went there that night with the band late because they were still open. Maybe so. Yeah. I don't think we, I think we ended up not staying there though. Can't remember. Definitely heard of it. Definitely. So, <laughs> so where can people get tickets to the show if they want to 
attend this Friday. Right. So you can get tickets directly from the Musical Theater Heritage website, which is mthkc.com. Or you can always go to our website. All of our information, our shows, more information if you want to know uh, any more about us. clips to your performances. Yep. You can get all that on our website. And our website is victorandpenny.com. And it's all spelled out, victorandpenny.com. So you can go there and you'll see our tour dates. And you can just click on the buy ticket link right there. Now, have you guys ever thought about offering tacos to people in like the front row when you perform, mm. like bringing a little satchel of tacos and just handing them to people uh, as you know we haven't. <laughs> we might just eat them though. That would be yeah, the problem. Yeah. Plus they'd also maybe get cold and fall yeah. apart. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's, yeah. It's hard to incorporate music with yeah, serving just, food. Just keep, keep them backstage. Yeah. Keep them backstage. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep them, we'll keep them warm. <laughs> so we're in Martin City. Do you guys spend much time in Martin City or just when you go to Dos de Oros? It's mostly Dos de Oros. So yeah. yeah I, I haven't been out here in, in quite a while, but I've got a little Martin City history. You guys want to hear this okay you know i i grew up close to martin city on the kansas side and we used to come out here on sundays when the liquor stores were closed on sundays (laughs) so my dad could pick up a six pack of bud from the liquor store so martin city holds a close place in my heart because i spent a lot of time here also eating at barbecue restaurants martin city has a great barbecue history Um, let's start at the very beginning though martin city was founded in 1887 by e.l martin so I guess it's name. the name. Yes, yeah. it's his city. In the roaring 1920s, Martin City was full of activity during Prohibition. One resident recalled there was a drugstore where customers could get a little nip at a window in the back of the store. That sounds like fun. <laughs> it wow. does. Well, they were Martin, open on Sunday. <laughs> why does Martin City always go back to liquor? I don't know. Uh, in 1963, Kansas City, Missouri annexed Martin City. So it's kind of... it's. Kansas City, Missouri now, really, but it's still called Martin City. Martin City is a great food town. It has the famous, of course, Jess and Jim Steakhouse with the cow on the roof. Have you eaten at Jess and Jim's before? Yes. I have, yes. yeah. I think I did a really bad improv comedy show for a, uh, <laughs> a wedding party at Jess and Jim's wow. one time where nobody laughed and wow. it kind of set back my improv comedy career, uh, <laughs> but I still got to eat steak, so... Uh, it turned out okay. Better than eating crow. Right. I did both that night. Uh, <laughs> Jack Stack Barbecue. Yeah, yeah. I've been to that one. Martin, yeah, yeah. Martin City Brewing Company is a new place, and it's got pizza there. It's uh, very good. Haven't tried it yet. RC's Fried Chicken, famous yeah, for fried bet. chicken and mashed potatoes. I remember getting takeout there one time, and I saw the biggest vat of mashed potatoes and gravy <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. And so whenever I think of RC's, I think mashed potatoes and gravy, not chicken. Well, they have that too, and it's yeah. delicious. There's also a, a bar at Mar- at RC's in the back. So after the chicken and potatoes are eaten, you can go get into a brawl in the back of RC's. <laughs> I think it's called the back door br- uh, bar or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a place where you can... Uh, Brawling welcome. Get a little nip and brawl over chicken and mashed potatoes. <laughs> you uh, can fight over the chicken bone. You can uh, right. over the wishbone. Margarita's, another great Kansas City Mexican restaurant, is just down the street here on Holmes. Volleyball Beach, we're looking at it right now. It's beautiful. It's got a someone falling and hitting a volleyball. Have you guys ever gone to Volleyball I, Beach? I have played many matches over at Volleyball Beach. Really? Yes. 
my favorite barbecue growing up, there was this place called Keegan's Barbecue, and then it turned into 135th Street Barbecue, but it had one of those moving hams beer signs. You remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the land uh, of sky blue waters. Yeah, and it had the camp out scene on it, and yes. you could just kept watch, you'd, you'd watch it, and the little smoke would rise out of the campfire along yes. the river. Wow, I I've was, not thought about that for years. That was my favorite thing as a kid, is going to eat barbecue and just staring at that ham sign. <laughs> I actually had a buddy who tracked down that ham sign online and it goes for like thousands now Oh man! because it's got all these little pieces and it's hard to find a complete version of it but um it's like a sought much sought after hams sign that people like wish i had it now i know god i gotta get that ham sign and then they have a saint patrick's day parade uh, i think it's the sunday before saint patty's day every year right down 135th street in martin city and my family goes to that every year so did you ever do martin city melodrama and you're acting? I never did. Yeah. I never did. I don't think they're in Martin City anymore, though. But yeah, I mean, it's a great little food town. I would say one of the best little food destinations. I think that's their big claim to fame is, you know, come try all the amazing restaurants here in Martin City. So, And there's some good ones. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. in one. And there's two Dos de Oros that you can eat at. Well, guys, every week here on the show, I like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is Checking the Taco Ticker. Guys, want to check some taco stories? Absolutely, yes. All right, let's do it. All right, taco ticker story number one. In this soon-to-be dystopian future, fast food chains are tracking your license plate number. Were you aware of this? No. Lots of Americans think that the government is spying on them, but in this dystopian future, it's probably just as likely to be a McDonald's or Taco Bell that's keeping track of your every move. Multiple fast food chains are reportedly trailing license plate recognition systems for their drive throughs So when you drive up, a camera takes a picture of your license and then they track what you ordered and where you go. Is this scary? Interesting. Why? For what reason what would be the purpose it says here if a camera at a taco bell recognizes a repeat customer it might show a custom menu on the screen centering around that customer's Whoa. tastes that, that's just showing off unnecessary technology <laughs> that's just like look what we can do i find that creepy sounds what like a waste that? of money yeah yeah and but, then, yeah. but aren't and, they limiting your choices because if i i mean what if this time, for the first time, I'm going to get the chili Colorado and stuff. Yeah, and also, I, f- I find that, like, like we watch Netflix a lot, and they have suggestions for you, and they pop all these suggestions, and I'm like, I'm like yeah, you guys don't really know me. <laughs> you don't know why I picked that film, clearly. Because, yeah yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah, so I think it would end up being like that, and why, like, why, I, I mean, I guess there's a lot, some people that, you know, they're at McDonald's every day. That's creepy though. Yeah, That's- it is. I feel like they're already, I mean, they've been doing this for a while, but they're just doing it through social media mm-hmm. almost. You know? yeah. yeah, That's right. Um, We're on the grid for sure. Yeah. It says they're already using the technology at Starbucks in South Korea and McDonald's has recently purchased an AI startup so they're going to start doing that. Wow. Well, it's a good uh, thing we stay away from McDonald's. Yeah. It also says uh, customers would likely have to opt into having their license plates scanned. But as the Financial Times notes, what happens to the scanned images of people who don't want any part of the program? Nobody really knows, even though some U.S. and Canadian chains are already adding the software. So it'd be like they'd pull up and they'd be like, oh, it's Jeff Freeling. He always wants the number two. And so they could you just pull up and it'd, there'd be for you. Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of convenient. Yeah. 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 What if I don't want the number two today? What if I want the number seven? (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I would weird. never. I would never. I never order the same thing all the time. So, right. This is a local Kansas City food story. Um, Gordon Ramsay is opening a steakhouse. Famous chef Gordon Ramsay is opening a steakhouse in the Harris Casino. Wow, North Kansas City. Uh, looks like sometime in November it will be a traditional American steakhouse with a few dishes paying nod to classic Kansas City barbecue favorites. So what are your thoughts on him opening a steakhouse in a casino rather than opening it like somewhere else in town, like north of the river, or I south of the river? I think it's a gamble. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm sure we probably won't be going to it. No. I mean, I wouldn't drive out to the casino to go to a steakhouse when you can get great steaks. And I mean, we're in the Midwest, so like, it's not like it's a r- rare thing. Why doesn't he open it on the plaza or yeah. some or downtown somewhere? Probably because Harris is paying him a, yeah. a lot to open it there. Yeah. And they'll probably, you know, there'll be a lot of. I'm sure they'll get a lot of business for the people that are there gambling. When these celebrities open restaurants in these cities, I think it only it's only cool if the celebrity's going to be there all the time. I mean, otherwise, yeah, it's it's just, it just has his name on it, basically. Yeah. Like like Harry Carey's in Chicago. He was actually there. Yeah. At the bar. Yeah. Drinking at the bar. Maybe <laughs> yeah. behind I'm the told. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, when Guy Fieri opened his place, he wasn't there for like a month or two. And then he was only there for like a half hour and got out of town. And uh, and when uh, Pauly Shore so opened really up his? that sushi place, he wasn't here. I I'm didn't just know Pauly Shore had a place. Yeah, I, I, just, I just made that up. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish he was opening up in a different location. Yeah. Does he serve tacos? It says here his appetizers are smoked beef tartar, seared Hudson Valley foie gras, herb <laughs> noki, wagyu beef, Ramsey's famous beef Wellington, and sticky toffee. Mm. Pudding dishes, which are popular at his restaurants, and they will be featured on the menu at that restaurant. So, hmm. uh, yeah, not much. Didn't, <laughs> didn't do much for me. All right, uh, Taco Ticker story number three. Uh, are you guys Chipotle fans? Do you eat at Chipotle? I have eaten at Chipotle. I like Qdoba better. Oh, okay. So that's a road thing. We stop at Qdoba a lot because we have a vegan that travels with us often. And And, um, Qdoba, the guacamole is free. It's not extra, right? I've heard no, that. No, it's just a, it's just a side. Yeah, it's, it's a just, side, You yeah. just pick it you like you do the other They don't charge you, yeah. And I think, um, I think they do a really good job. I think it keeps it pretty darn fresh. So. Yeah, Qdoba's tacos, there's just more to them than the tacos yeah. at Chipotle. You have more choices, I think. More options. It kind of sucks. There's only, like, there for a while there, there were three or four locations here in Kansas City, and they're all closing down. No, oh, I don't yeah. know about that. We usually yeah. eat the Qdoba we, on the road. Yeah, we find them on the road. Yeah, Want to make a choice. road in Topeka is our yep. spot. That's a Do you one. ever stop at Costa Vida when you're in Colorado? Huh. It's another taco place. It's a taco chain. They're starting to open here. Okay. It's kind of like a Chipotle and okay. Cadoba. Well, Chipotle, a lot of places have this. They have a secret menu. Are you aware of the secret menu at Chipotle? Uh, no, but, I am it, but I'm aware of what a secret menu is, but I didn't know that Chipotle had one. So here are some things you can get on the Chipotle secret menu. Now it's not secret anymore, but here we go. They have a quesadilla. It says, uh, get creative and add all the salsas and some beans for a little kick. They have a quesarito. Uh, it's, it's very large and it's served. It's kind of like an extra large burrito, but it, it, it's a standard tortilla. Your handheld meal will be wrapped in a full quesadilla. So it's a burrito wrapped in um, a quesadilla. quesadilla? Is that a good idea? 
But what, how, what couldn't you just get two? I mean, does it need to come in a uh, like a log, a log of of Mexican? I'll have the Mexican log. That's why I'm anti burrito on this show. It's I just see. too much. It gets too much. It's too much. Yeah. Well, people, and it's the American size thing. We just can't make things regular sized. It just there just got to be more. A burrito wrapped in a quesadilla, <laughs> and it's already an extra large burrito, right? Right. Could you just have two small ones? Because see, I think the thing Good. about the burrito when you when you, when you have a great huge fat burrito when you bite into it, it's just too much inside, right? Like yeah. hard to eat. They are hard to eat. They're just a mess. Yeah. You want to have a a normal size burrito would be better. Or small. I agree. It says it's the crown jewel of the Chipotle secret menu. So I'm going to have to maybe order one sometime just to take pictures with it. Does it come with with like a warning label or a handle or anything? It should. It should come with a large tote bag. (laughs) Um, Nachos. I guess there's nachos on the secret Chipotle menu. They serve it up with tortilla chips topped with the protein, lettuce, beans, sour cream, and salsa. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds hard to mess up nachos. A double-decker taco, which is pretty cool. I mean, that makes sense because they have both. They have the the crunchy shell and the the soft uh, shell. shell. Are you guys fans of double-decker tacos? Uh, I never really had one. No, I like to keep it simple. Yeah. They have a double-wrapped burrito, which is almost exactly the same as a quesarito. It's a double-wrapped burrito. With two tortillas instead of one. Hmm. That sounds like too much mm-hmm. tortilla. Yeah. Speaking of tortillas, I do like the little teeny tiny tortillas. Like I like the little mini, yeah. little bite-sized snacks of the deliciousness. Silver dollar, yeah. Yes, I love, love those. those a lot. You know who has good um, fresh tortillas? I do love fresh tortillas. Um, but uh, for just like the average shopper kind of person, Costco has fresh tortillas that, that are uncooked. So they're like they're flour and you can buy them uncooked and cook them at home on the on your on oh. your. Yeah, they're really, really good. The Costco brand. I don't know what the brand is. I can't. You can get them at Costco in the refrigerated thing. But yeah. But we live on the west side. So there's a bunch of tortillas down there. We were just at one that we had tacos at the tortilla, which is delicious because the it smells so good. Costco, they came up with a street taco make at home kit earlier this year. Did you see that at Costco? <laughs> I have not seen it. I've never, I haven't taken advantage of that, but it just had everything you get in a street taco, but you take it at home and you make it at home. And that seemed to kind of... Didn't see it. Kind of defeats the purpose of Having street a street taco. taco. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. And then there's two more things on the menu. Another large burrito. It's called a burrito dia, which is the quesarito's more casual cousin. Slightly less packed. The burrito dia is the off-menu quesadilla with added burrito filling like carnitas, fajita, veggies, and guac. So not as huge, but still huge. And then you can also get cilantro on everything, which is cool. I didn't know they offered cilantro. I like didn't cilantro. Are you guys pros, pro cilantro? Pro. No. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. You're not a soap person? You don't think it tastes like soap? No, I've heard people say that, though. It's weird. I love it. I would put it on everything. Would you ever get a taco that was only cilantro? Mm, I probably would. You like, and you like, um, like uh, cilantro in Indian food, too, like cilantro, lime chutney, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. I did have a bad cilantro experience that put me off cilantro for years. I was making beef stroganoff, and I bought parsley to snip over the top, over the um, mashed potatoes, and the and it wasn't parsley. It was cilantro, and it <laughs> oh, no. tasted horrible oh, on no. top of the beef stroganoff. And I just, I got a bad, but then it was years later that and somebody's like, you've just got to give cilantro another try. You're not. Yeah. And that was not cilantro's fault. No, it wasn't. No, no, that was a user. That was an <laughs> operator error. I think 
Probably right there. Well, guys, thanks for checking those taco ticker stories. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, folks. It's me, Captain Lotus Pool, half horse, half human. And I'm here to tell you that the good old delicious goodness that you enjoyed in your first bite of Lotus Pool Records LLC is still in every album we sell, even 27 years after we started the dang label. Hell, we've only gotten more delicious now that we've got the whole Zoom catalog and artists like Heidi Lynn Gluck. And don't forget classics like panel donors Lobedom and Global. Right up there on the shelf next to Bully Pulpit's Pop Delight, Bylaws. Or are those Sun Eaters boys, sly little monsters? Their latest is blazing across the country on independent radio and even sits on the top 30 albums on the Relics Jam Band chart. Oh well, I guess I'm just here to say that we love you. And we'd love it if you could put us on your playlist, recommend us to your friends, and buy a little merch from the lotuspool.com store. Whatever you do, please take a listen to Lotus Pool new and old. The music is timeless, and we love having you a part of our little family. Night, y'all. So this is Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, you're the place I love. This is where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. We have you guys each pull a topic from the cup and we'll discuss it. Jeff, would you like to go first? I will. All right. I've got uh, what's on your KC postcard. Okay. Well, I, I actually, this is kind of simple, but I just, I, I love the view of downtown Kansas City from when you're coming into town from the north in, in the, like the Charles Wheeler airport, the downtown airports on your right. I think that's an amazing view of the city up on the bluff and like, you know, especially if it's like at twilight, you know, and the lights amazing. That would, that would probably be mine. It actually looks like a big city when you're driving in from that. Angle. Yeah, it does, man. It's pretty impressive. I, I think it's a cool, I think it's a cool view of the town. It looks, it looks beautiful. And I um, also think that view coming across, what's that little bridge, the Wheeler bridge by the, the FBI bridge. That's what we call it. Oh yeah, that's beautiful too. Uh, the, the view of yeah. the view of Kansas City there is really beautiful. Yeah, there's an amazing view off of oh, Summit yeah. if you're looking east. on the west side. Yeah, yeah. yeah, on the west side, going off, going over six seventy, looking east. Oh, you guys downtown. live up on the west yeah. side? Oh, yeah, cool. really, really close to that bridge. So yeah, we just did uh, Los Alamos. Oh uh, yeah, Los Alamos. Yeah. 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 So good. Yeah, they have the biggest limes. They did have big limes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we go by them there when we when we run out. So yeah, I like this one. This is um, hole in the walls. Hole in the walls. Um, our kind of new favorite hole in the walls. Though I've, there's been several on the times that I've been here. Like the piano room is a great hole in the wall, but the new hole in the wall we've been hanging at is the Caddy Shack down in Columbus Park. It's great. I've heard that place is great. You gotta go. I've never been. It's, great. You it's open go. late. They have food late. They have really great pizza. For for like late night bar pizza, they make it yeah. there, so it's yeah. good. Do they have tacos? I don't, I don't know. know. We always get there too late for the regular food, but they always have pizza yeah. and like um, heavy pours of whiskey, and it's the great after hang. Yeah, that's always the place everyone goes the very last stop of the night, yeah. Yeah, but it's chill. I was going to ask you guys, what are some of your favorite venues to play in Kansas City? 
Do you have like a list of your top places that you've played gigs? Well, Musical Theater Heritage is one of them. The place that we're playing on Friday night, the twentieth. We is... like that one so much. We got married there, actually. Oh, really? We did. Yeah, awesome. On the yeah. main stage. Cool. Main stage. <laughs> That's kind of like a black box setup, it is. isn't it? Yeah. Yep. And we're going to be this weekend. We'll be in the second theater, which is a little bit more traditional shaped theater, and it's about one hundred and fifty seats. It's really an amazing complex. They have three three theaters in there, so. It's neat. Also, Knuckleheads is one of our favorites. Oh, gosh, um, yes. We like we love playing down there. Love did you just with play Frank. there? You did, yeah. You sat in with um, Enrique Chi. And, yeah, that's right. Uh, right. Yeah. That was fun. Jeff did sat in. Did I you did. play on the main the main stage, the outdoor stage? Um, no. We or were, have you played that? that we did, have. Uh, we, Victor and Penny? Actually, that's the one stage we've not played on. We've played on every stage there except for that outdoor stage. And that, I would love to play out there sometime. Yeah. I keep talking to... Weather dependent. Yeah. I keep talking to Frank about doing some sort of like getting like us and Grand Marquis or someone else and doing like a Sunday Sunday like like Sunday a picnic swing. outside yeah, yeah you know, picnic, on, a, out, yeah. on the outside stage probably in the fall or something like that but that maybe, whole area maybe is next year uh, kicking it's blowing up right now yeah another really cool place um, that's tiny um, but I really enjoyed is the Rhino in North KC so did a show there in February pr- produced and performed at it and that that was I really that's a great little stage with great lighting for such a new and small place they they're doing it right. Oh, you know, gosh, we've played almost everywhere. Of course, yeah, record record bar is great. I of mean, course, just, you yes. Know, great, great stage, great sound. Their new their new space is beautiful and love and, it. Uh, great yeah. for big shows. We played New Year's Eve there a couple of years and had some CD releases and all that stuff too. Yeah, there's some there's some great places. We were just up at um the, another hole in the wall, the mini bar, the bar above the mini uh-huh. bar yeah. <laughs> was just there and saw a comedy show. I've never played there, but that was kind of that was kind of fun. I think I've sung karaoke at that place before Um, can't quite remember but pretty sure (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna ask you this too what is your favorite concert you've ever attended in kansas city do you have a favorite probably been to a lot (laughs) yeah uh i i think mine is um i'm gonna there's depending on why i liked it but this one stands out um because it was so unexpected so i was pretty new to Kansas City. It was in the early 90s. And Lou Reed, the the album was New York, I think. The he was on that tour, like New York tour, because the stage set was like the, like a backdrop of New York. I didn't really know Lou Reed. I knew Velvet Underground and had been listening to that, but I was dating a guy that was like, you gotta go, gotta go. And he worked for Ticketmaster and he got us third row center seats. Awesome. And it was at one of the big theaters, like Memorial Hall or something like that. And we were right down. And Lou Reed just impressed me so much. It's, it's, it's one thing to get basically a free ticket, a great seat, obviously. So we went to, to a show and you're like, well, you know, it's a free ticket. I'm going to go. I'll enjoy it. I'm sure it'll be good. And to walk away and go, I'm a fan. In one one concert, he took me from I'm ambivalent and I liked your music in the 60s to I'm a fan. And still now I even talk about how much he impressed me. He, he himself is a person and then the music was fantastic. You're right. I've seen a ton of shows. It's hard to, <laughs> hard to pick one. I'm going to go way back because I just think of the show always and it was seeing Frank Zappa at the Uptown and I think it was 82 or 83. Oh, wow. And um, just, Has Uptown changed much since then? Not really. Not, really. not in my memory, no. But I It's remember, a great place to see a show. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because it's really not a bad seat. Not really. I and mean, if I recall, I was up in the, up in the balcony, but... Um, 
I don't remember a lot of specifics, but I remember just being mind blown, you know. <laughs> our, our Sprint Center, we saw Radiohead, and I had a transcendent moment at Radiohead at the Sprint Center. And usually I don't like the, it's just too big for me. Like I would prefer yeah. to be in a smaller, always yeah. if, if possible, a smaller, more instrument environment. But um, again, when, it, when a band can transcend such an enormous space and still make you feel like you were right there. Sting did the same thing at Sprint Center. He was amazing. It was just, we, we, yeah, we get a lot of good people come through here. I know everyone says it's flyover, but we, we do get people come through here. Good I'm glad people, Sprint so. Center has kind of opened that up where people are coming back to do shows here again. Cause for a while there, yep. they were skipping over. Yep. Um, yeah, we were yep. For sure. All right. Well, guys, what do you say? Let's eat some tacos. Tacos. <laughs> Let's Love put it. these tacos to the test. Let's do it. All right, our tacos are here. Delicious. What did everybody order? I got an El Pastor taco, which is one of my regulars, almost always, with the onion and cilantro. And then I kind of went in a different direction for my second taco, which is, um, I should have got the name of it off the menu. Nopalitas, the the, cactus. Is that it? Yeah, it's got cactus on it. It's a veggie taco with with cactus, um, which I've never had before, actually. So I'm going to try it. Which one is the cactus? Oh, wow. Kind of look like green beans. That's yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Aaron, what'd you get? Um, I got three different choices. So I got my regular, which is a carne asada, and with uh, under onions and cilantro. And then I got uh, the pollo, the shredded chicken with onions and cilantro, and then a barbacoa, which is one of my favorites. Always is if if there's a shredded beef on the menu, I'll order it because not everybody not everybody serves that. So I got the steak. I got the chorizo and I got the pastor. Do you guys like pastor? Yes. Okay. It's got a little pineapple in there too, I I believe. It looks really good. These are some beautiful tacos. Yeah. Perfectly sized too. So it's enough that it feels like there's a good amount of food on it, but not so big that I'm going to have trouble eating it or it's going to be a mess. It's actually made to be picked up and eaten. Right, so yeah. this is a not a quesadilla situation. All right, and what's everybody going to try first? Um, I'm going straight into my favorite. I'm going right into the carne asada because yeah, it looks I'm going so good. I'm going to do al pastor as well. And it's got the nice little corn tortillas, mm-hmm. uh, double double stacked. The small size. The small size, yeah. Perfect size. It's delicious and not greasy. The meat mm. is nice and tender without being too chewy. This is an excellent uh, carne asada. (laughs) Yes, this is the street taco that I remember Mm -hmm. um, that blew me away the first time I I had it. This is great. That touch of pineapple is so good. I mean, it's very subtle, but it adds a ton. Now, I feel like pineapple does not go on pizza, but I like a pineapple in my taco. Do you guys, how do you feel about that? I feel good about that. I like uh, pineapple salsa. I like pi- like pineapple cilantro salsa, something that's hot and sweet both. I like, and you know, I I'll, mean, eat, I'll eat it on pizza. I'll, I'll eat it on the pizza too. What's your uh, no, no, no on a pizza when you see it on a slice? Eggs. Ugh. <laughs> eggs. Ugh. Um, no eggs. What's the other thing? There's something else that I know. It seems like we've seen something recently you know, that was just. I don't like bizarre. onion on. Well, I don't like onion on a lot of things. I love onions but on a taco. I was gonna say, but you're eating onions raw I, onion right I now. I will eat a ton of onion on a taco, but I don't like onion on it's a the pizza. The recipient that matters. Yeah, I think it's hard to do chicken on a pizza because it's hard not to dry it out. True, I agree. Although I like chicken in general, and um, like some there's some places that make a good Thai chicken pizza, but I think in general it's hard to do chicken on a pizza. Great. 
What are some other weird pizza toppings? I know I'll think of some later because we've seen some strange pizzas. Yeah. I think, uh, like, if you're going to do tomatoes on pizza, we don't like the generally like the ones that are like the sliced tomatoes because those get gooey, but the, the diced tomatoes. They have to be better. drained, though, so otherwise it makes the pizza wet. Yeah. I did see some weird pizza in China. Oh, yeah. You went on a China trip. I did. Did you have any tacos in China? No. In fact, you tried to stay away from all American-based food because it was weird, weird, weird. You're telling me, yeah, you had some weird food experiences in China. Had some really great ones, too, as long as I, we were eating more traditional foods. It just It's the American version of things. Like, went to a McDonald's. It was the most bizarre hamburger I've ever eaten. And you'd think it would be... Standardized, but it was yeah. not do, what I expected. Do they serve tacos at the Great Wall of China? That would be awesome. I would totally do that. I would, yeah, no, they didn't though. Do they have McDonald's at the Great Wall of China? Well, they didn't when I was there, but I can't okay. say there's now. There could be. And they're probably taking pictures of everyone's license plates. <laughs> right. Um, I'm, we're both, we're all one taco down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going straight for chicken since we were talking about um, how chicken on pizza dries out. But this yep. chicken looks moist and tender, and I can tell that it's seasoned. It's got a slight kind of reddish seasoning as if it's got some nice chili in there, which I'm assuming that it does. A nice sprinkling of onions and cilantro. And uh, I'm just going to go right in. It looks delicious. How was that first taco you had, Jeff? It was beautiful. It was so good. Which one are you having? I'm going to do the um, steak. It's uh, It's got a lot of onion, which I'm a fan, and cilantro. So strange, but only on tacos. Only on tacos. Okay. Keep it off my burger. Keep okay. it off my pizza. I'm going into the cactus taco. Now, you're, that, the cactus has, taco, it's is kinda, that Parmesan? No, or... No, it's like, I think it's, um, uh, I think it's just, just shredded, or not shredded, but grated queso. It's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful taco. And it's got some diced tomatoes on it. Hold on. I got to talk about this chicken. Okay. This is delicious. The chicken is really, really, really good. It's seasoned, but not too much. And it's not so much hot as it is just flavorful. Very moist and tender. This is the shredded chicken. Highly recommend. Mmm. This steak. Wow. It's real good. Yeah, I can... I This is this is the street taco that made me fall in love with street tacos. These are it. These are the ones. Man, I can't get this chip. The, the carne asada was great. This is... I like this even better. Another thing, too, with tacos, I almost always want a flour tortilla on the soft tacos. And these are corn tortillas, but they're delicious. Because mm-hmm. the, the, what's inside them is so good. The cactus tacos, amazing. So you're more flour than corn? Yeah. Okay. For sure. What is the what's the cactus taste like? Yeah, can you describe the cactus taste? It resembles green beans. Actually. <laughs> In texture or taste? Both. A little um like woodier. But it's good. Is it like pickled or grilled or I think it's just grilled. Yeah. And there's good. there's some refried beans on it too. Wow. I gotta try that taco sometime. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My eyes are bigger than my stomach. Chorizo tacos are something that's kind of a new new favorite. You were asking some of our favorite joints in town. Oh, yeah. We live on the west side, and so we live really close to a lot of the uh, Hispanic population and some of the most famous uh, Mexican restaurants like Margaritas and some of the biggies, um, Ponax. We were saying we eat at Ponax a lot because it's so close to our house. <laughs> so we like to just pop in, sit at the bar and have a margarita. And I usually get a guacamole enchilada. And uh, Jeff, you, you, you poke around the menu I kinda, a bit. Yeah, I kind of run around the menu. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
but we've also got a lot of there's a great some great little taquerios like um, Rico's Tacos is uh, on the boulevard right by us and then over on KCK just across if you just go across this Cesar Chavez uh, we are in KCK and the West Bottoms and there's Jarocho and San Antonio and the the I'm trying to think what else. There's just so many. We said really, El Camino Real. Oh yeah, that's a great one. That's a good one. Yep. We also like Mi Ranchito. We think the Mi Ranchito line is pretty great. Mm-hmm. So the one we like best though is one in North KC. Gladstone actually. Gladstone. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You you know I mean we like Mexican food clearly and we <laughs> eat it a lot. So. It's pretty hard for to, if we find a place we don't like. That's that's rare. Casey has a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. I also like um, some of the newer places like uh, Taco Republic and then uh, Mission Taco. We eat at Mission Taco a lot because they're open late and they have um, um, a really inexpensive late night menu. So oftentimes it's hard for us to find the right time to eat when we're doing a show because we get there early and load in and sound check and then it's time for the show and we don't eat we don't want to eat right before we go on stage so it's 10 or 10 30 or 11 and we're starving so we like mission taco because they stay open late yeah and those happy hour those late night specials the reverse happy hour the reverse great. happy hour yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and tiny little tacos they're, they're delicious so, so you're, that, you're that's more... where i learned the to like chorizo tacos they had a faux chorizo that was really, really good. I actually liked it better than the actual chorizo, but then they quit yeah, making chofu. it. Chofu. Chofu. That's what really? it was. Chorizo. taco? Yes. They don't make it anymore, though. They made the chofu in-house. Wow. Spicy and delicious. Speaking of chorizo. I've got one. Yeah, I've got a chorizo left. I've got my um, barbacoa, my sh- which is uh, shredded beef, sort of like... Kind of like a brisket taco. Everybody's barbacoa is a little different. Some of it is like real wet. Like this is a pretty juicy wet. Most of the meat has been really tender. Yeah. But sometimes bar- barbacoa can be a little bit drier. So that's what I love about this place is the meat. Man, the meat is awesome. Some of the best meat in tacos. The barbacoa is really good. Um, I would say of uh, we're gonna rank my three, which were. The pollo shredded, the shredded pollo, carne asada, and the barbacoa. I would say carne asada probably first, and chicken second, and then the beef third. I'm going, yeah. I'm uh, if I could rank, I would say the. I mean, gosh, they're all so good. Um, they're all good. Gosh, the first two were tied, and this third chorizo is a a close second. I mean, they're all amazing. You seem to really like the steak. Steak was yeah. really good. And my carne asada was good too. So maybe they, maybe they have really good beef here. I mean, that's the. So what would you give your final ranking here? Um, we do a scale of one to five golden tacos, five being the best. What would you give the tacos here at Dos de Oros? As compared to anything? Anything. Any tacos. I mean, what do you have, do you have a best taco you've ever eaten? Is there? Do you have a memory of that? But you hold I mean, a tacos lot of tacos. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm yeah. the same way. Yeah, and they're it's all, hard to do. It, it's hard to choose because they're they're so tasty. You know, um, I would say one of those chorizo tacos. You no, know, I know what it is. Where was it that I had? Oh my gosh, it was in Toronto, at that special taco place. Oh my god, you were asking about special taco places. I think this is probably on the road. This was probably my favorite. Everyone told us in Toronto that there was a taco place right down the street from our venue, and the way people were talking about it, like glowing terms, and oh, you know, and my god, it was. It was so good. And they had a was it fried cauliflower. They had a vegetarian taco that blew my mind. It was fried avocado, fried um, cauliflower. And it, I think that's the best taco I've, I've ever had. I couldn't get over it. I'm like, it's just a taco. What are they doing to it? But 
That was really Toronto good. Toronto tacos. Toronto. Got to get up there. They, so, I mean, Canadians have some really good food. Those big cities up there have some fantastic food places. Do you have a favorite? No. No, I you can't. can't. I How can you? They're all it. so good. They're like my children. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't choose between them. Yeah, I mean, this place holds a close place in my heart. I just think the street tacos here are great. They're great. They're um, really good. The chips are also really good, and the salsa's great. Yeah, love the salsa. Really love fresh. Grand Electric. Yeah, that's a great name for a taco place. Oh, you wouldn't there's think a that's right a taco place. You, I, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have even gone in there. It's just a little yeah. tiny shop. Yeah, cool. I mean, I'm gonna have to go pretty high on this place. Uh, yeah. I love these tacos. Me um, too. I'm going like 4.7 out of five golden tacos. Yeah. I, I, I'd hang there with you. 4.7. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yep. The only reason it's not a five is because I think um, the other, the barbacoa was less seasoned than the other two. The other two had such really great and different seasoning between the carne asada and the pollo. Like a lot of the times I find that the barbacoa is just not, just doesn't have. They don't do much to it. Yeah. 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 Are you guys fans of barbecue tacos? Have you had many of those? Um, Not really. Oh, no. The, the only one I think it was here at Dos Doros, that, that quesadilla that has a barbecue, bar, it's, it's vegetables, it's barbecued vegetables. Mm. It's really, really good. Kind of sweet and smoky. Well, we love the tacos here. It's an amazing taco joint. We're at the Taqueria location. Um, there's also the restaurant, the bigger restaurant, which I hear they're expanding. Are they? Just down the street. We've had a great taco experience here, but there are some people that have had bad taco experiences here. This is the part of the show called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice. Uh-huh. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. All right, Aaron, who do you have there? I'm reading uh, a review by a lady named Vicky T. Okay. So this is what Vicky T says. Okay, so ask if I can have pineapple with my barbacoa meat selection for my tostado, but the lady says no. And I'm like, okay. So I said to her, uh, uh, I'll go with El Pastor. Since, you know, the description reads that pineapples are included. But may I request extra pineapples though? I mean, I love pineapples. <laughs> so here's my critique. Too much bread with too little meat and mostly fats. And, oh, I hate this so much. Absolutely no pineapples. Only a smidge of guacamole. I mean, the beans were an acceptable portion to the rest of the entree, but the food tasted bland. And the sour cream, I asked for it on the side, but I did not touch at all. I mean, I was totally put off by its runny and speckled consistency. Am I wrong to have assumed that sour cream shouldn't be runny like water? I appreciate that they had a salsa bar on the side in the dining room. On pupusa Sundays, mm-mm. my experience says pupusas are not that great. Two stars. Wow. Papusa Sundays? Never heard of that. <laughs> Two stars. Uh, Jeff, who do you have there? I'm doing Keith. Okay. Keith M. All right. What does he have to say? I came simply because all of the reviews with five stars and them mentioning how it reminded them of SoCal Mexican food and being from San Diego. I truly miss the cheap, greasy, good, even when bad Mexican food, dot, dot, dot. LOL, not here. Did the reviewers only go to On the Border or Taco Bell while there? Do they consider El Torito's true Mexican food or something? For starters, it should be a $2 sign place compared to good taco shops and the amount of food for the money is terrible. Next, cheese dipping sauce? What? Really? I don't even, dot, dot, dot. I got cheese dipping sauce on a breakfast burrito, dot, dot, dot. Then there's the extremely limited menu. Very little choice, and none of it honestly seems appealing. 
I mean, the carne asada wasn't even that good. How can you mess up carne asada? Cheese dip sauce, by the way, BTW. I'm giving them two stars only because it wasn't busy and we got our food fast. Two stars. <laughs> <laughs> he was really uh, upset by the cheese was. sauce. Dot, dot, Did not dot. Like the dipping sauce, LOL. <laughs> I think they have a great menu here. Yeah, I agree. Huge menu. Yeah. Lots I, of variety. I happen to find their queso I, I, dip very delicious. Yeah, I think I've cactus screams times. variety. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. I don't know what they were talking about. Yeah, I mean, uh, they were they were just confused, I think. Yeah. Um, you can't make everybody happy, though. No. I mean, truly, you know, maybe they just had, and some people just have no taste. Right. Yeah. I mean, I kind of shudder to think how much Mexican food we've eaten in our lives. Like, yeah. And I and I'm here to say it's delicious here, and I would know. So. Right. And some people just always think the pillows are too soft. That's yeah. right. And the so, and the soap of soap of pill, soapy soap pillows soap are too soft. <laughs> too runny. I remember the first time I had a sopapilla was at Mrs. Lady's, our Mexican restaurant <laughs> up at the lakes in Okaboji, Iowa. And I was like, what is the sopa pillow? And I, it was this beautiful fried dough that came out all just hot right from the fryer. And they served it with honey and cinnamon sugar on the side. And I thought I was going to die and go to heaven. It was so good. Oh, that sounds great. And, and that's another great thing about this location is it's an ice cream place oh as well. Oh my gosh, the ice cream looked amazing. Oh, we'll yeah. be having some of that on the way yeah. out. There was a mango with chili in the ice cream thing that looked Whoa. absolutely fantastic. Do you have any final thoughts on Dos de Oros? No, except that just I could have Mexican food again tomorrow. And I actually, that makes, that makes me want to come back and go to the main restaurant. Yeah, and we, maybe, were, we uh, were delighted when you asked us to come here because we actually had never been to the taqueria and been wanting to come. Uh, actually, once had a meeting, a business meeting with someone and told them to meet us at Dos Doros. And we went to the restaurant and they came to the taqueria. Oh, okay. That was fun. But yeah, we're just uh, delighted to be out here again. Thank you so much for asking. No problem. Yeah, so Martin City, right on the edge of Martin City, Kansas City, Missouri. The main location at 13029 Holmes Road, KCMO 64145. And just across the street a little bit, down off of 100 or right off of Blue, Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge yeah. and Holmes, right uh, caddy corner to Volleyball Beach. You know you've played volleyball there. Uh, that would be fun to eat tacos at Volleyball Beach and like get distracted and maybe during a game pull a taco out and eat it and distract the other team. Especially one of these tacos. They're very good. They're tiny and you can, yeah fit them in your pocket, pocket pocket tacos the taqueria location and it has ice cream here guys at 650 east blue ridge boulevard kansas city missouri if you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos some of the best tacos in kansas city stop on by we'll be right back after this break we interrupt this podcast for a bcc news break question for you do you like stories of high strangeness deep dives into the paranormal tells of the unexplained Chats about Bigfoot, ghosts, UFOs, mysterious monsters, and creepy cryptids. Then you should be listening to the Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, Michael and Bryce, along with producer Riley Bray, welcome a celebrity guest, and together they delve into discussions of the unknown, hauntings, alien abductions, Sasquatch portals, lizard men, skinwalkers, and Dover demons. Oh my. An attempt to uncover the secret to the universe's greatest unsolved phenomenon. Will their celebrity guests think it's a load of bollocks? Or will they believe it? You'll have to listen to find out. Only on Bigfoot Collectors Club, or BCC if you prefer. Look for it wherever you find your podcasts. BCC encourages its listeners to go get regressed. 
you never know what alien encounters lurk in your past. This has been a BCC Newsbreak. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, this is Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth taco opinions. Please just shoot it to me straight. No, right on. no BS on this, no guys. BS. Here we go. Uh, taco topic question number one. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? I am not vegetarian. And so I like, a, uh, if there's going to be meat on the taco, the meat has to be good. It has to be good. I want them to have prepared it with some kind of seasoning, with some kind of um, flavor profile in mind. I like kind of like a depth of flavor. To talk, not something that just has it's this kind of one note, you know what I mean? Just something that has more depth to it. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Soft shell. Soft. And your flour, Jeff. Flour. And Aaron's flour. Did you like these corn we had today? Delicious. Yeah, very good. Very good corn. Excellent. Uh, hot or mild salsa, or maybe just a little bit of lime. Which we didn't get any lime to put on our tacos. No, oh, we didn't get any lime. Didn't miss it. Still a delicious taco, delicious. but normally some lime. Yeah. Yeah, normally. Normally I, I say lime. Yeah, I think like the worse the tacos are, the more salsa you need. And sometimes too much salsa will ruin yeah. yep. a taco. Make it a little too greasy. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Enchilada. More Mexican food. <laughs> Jeff, um, you're probably burritos, right? Yeah, yeah. If it's not the that, that's my next my next uh, step. If or, we're not or, eating, the, or the chili Colorado, <laughs> yeah. And if you if we're not eating Mexican food, yeah. then um, is there a restaurant or a type of uh, dish you eat? We eat a lot of like Thai food and noodles, Asian food. What's your favorite Thai place in KC? Do you have one? Uh, oh, I like it's not Thai place, but Vietnam Cafe is fantastic. Yeah, the one down place. in the Columbus Park is so good. Also, uh, the Indian restaurant Rushi out out on College Boulevard is amazing. Delicious. We eat out more than we should. I don't know if you're catching, <laughs> if you're picking up on that or not. <laughs> we travel a lot, so it's hard to keep the. I actually like to cook, and we do cook at home. I make pozole at home, but uh, and guacamole, but. We eat out a lot. Okay, in your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yes. Oh, yeah, one of the best, I think. Is there another taco town you visited that rivals KC in, in taco flavors? Well, Austin. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, um, but I think, well, we only went to that one place, but Toronto. Yeah, I bet Toronto has a pretty solid taco scene. Yeah. Okay, favorite side dish with tacos, chips and salsa, chips and queso, or chips and guac? So you've torn my heart. Can, can if you I, had to pick one. Can I can I pick queso and guac? <laughs> and a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> no chips, just a spoon. Just yeah, just the queso and the guac. Okay. Forget the chips. I'm chips and salsa if the salsa is really good. These were great chips and salsa tonight, I yeah. think. Great salsa. Yeah, really here. good. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Wow. I don't I don't see this being a yes because you guys mm. don't seem to me like people that would make a terrible decision like mm. that. No. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Usually don't say no to the taco. Aaron, have you ever turned down a burrito before? Not that, not that oh. I remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Jeff, have you ever turned down a burrito before? No. Okay. Well, maybe a, maybe a gas station burrito. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was still cold in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I might have to say no to that. Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that will turn you off from a taco? We talked about pizza phobias and pizza no-nos. What about a taco phobia? Uh, 
we're kind of back back to the meat thing. Like it, it needs to be good meat. So I don't want it to be, it needs to look appealing and cooked. And, you know, sometimes if you get a, just a greasy, a really greasy, like chorizo or, or hamburger or something like that, that, that can be really unappealing. And it's so greasy that it makes the taco fall apart. Yeah. That's always bad. No bueno. Um, I mean, Jeff, you had cactus taco tonight. That was yeah. adventurous. Are you down for taco adventures? Yeah, for sure. I think you can, I think you can, anything that's, that's good to eat, you can put it, put it on a tortilla, you know? Um, and I think it's, I, 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 I hate it when you eat, eat tacos that are like, like the tortilla doesn't, um, it's not compatible with what's inside it. Right. And that so is a big taco. No, no. Yeah, yeah. That's when you get, uh, you know, the things ripping apart and they're impossible to eat. Yeah. And, you know, so or they just make it too big that I find that really irritating. We talked about this earlier, but you know, the burrito, the size of my upper arm or, yeah. you know, or even a taco that's like piled so much. You can you have to brush half of it off to even pick it up. And then you got a pile of stuff on your plate. Yeah. yeah. That's bad. No, yeah. not good. Okay. This is the speed round. Mm-hmm. These are different taco types. I just want to want to know yay or nay on these. Okay. You guys ready? Uh-huh. Here we go. Taco pizza. Yes. Nay. Taco salad. Yes. Yes. Taco burgers. Nay. I don't think so. Taco dogs. No. No. Dogs dressed like tacos. Yes. yes. Breakfast tacos. Yes. Eh, I'm ambivalent. Taquitos. Not for me. Sure. Walking tacos. No. No. Um, you had those? Yes, we had it. We just had those up at that show. That it's was, not really a real talk. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's to food in a bucket. It's like a, we just had it um, at that show. They, they made the food for us at the community center. That was, those were walking tacos. Oh. It's just basically, it's just a little bowl where okay. they pile stuff in and you yeah. eat it from a bowl. Or it's in a bag of like Fritos. Yeah. 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 Those oh, had Fritos yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. 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 It's not a real taco. Not really. No. It's yeah. called a walking taco, but it's not real. I, I say no. Miniature tiny tacos. Yes. Yeah. Choco tacos. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a naked chicken chalupa from Taco Bell. No. Aaron, you look no, disgusted. I right am. Now. I <laughs> am. I'm horrified that there even is such a thing. <laughs> I forgot to ask. What are, you guys, what are your opinions on Taco Bell? It'll uh, it'll do in a pinch. Yeah, on but the you, road. On the road, you you go to Chipotle or Cadoba first. Cadoba, if we can. Yeah, yeah. Taco Bell be third in that line. Uh, tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg, a breakfast taco from Taco Bell. No, no. You guys are in agreement on that. Tacos served with French fries and nacho cheese, nacho fries from Taco Bell. Why? No, no, no. Awesome. That's it. Good job. Yeah. You guys were Where kind of, are you, you on those topics? Oh, I don't. I'm. I'll eat it all. Yeah. I'll eat it all. All right. This is a this is a big one right here. What song? What's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Is there something that really fires you up? We have a taco theme song. No, but but you know what I thought would be cool to have like a mariachi band just follow you around and like just help, just you know help you express yourself. So when something really meaningful is happening, they would be just there with you. I think that would be really cool. Can people hire Victor and Penny to follow them around and play music, be their theme music? To sort of like (laughs) help them express themselves and get through their day, right? Yeah. 
We could offer that service. You could. Have you, have you guys have, have written a, a song about tacos? You guys being such huge taco oh, lovers, no. do you have a taco we've, we've song? We've written songs about coffee. But, yeah, yeah. We, have, we have. We do have a lot of songs that involve the kitchen, that yeah. involve coffee, yeah. that involve eating and that sort of thing. Honey, um, got, sugar. Got to do a taco song. Yeah, we do. I, I feel that challenge. I feel he's, he's thrown a gauntlet at us and yeah. um, or on the ground maybe. I don't know. The, do you throw a gauntlet at I throw, someone? I throw taco gauntlets a okay. lot. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to con- to let's do it Taco Bell style. To gauntlet, to gauntlet, to yeah, some made up word that only only they can do. A tauntlet. It would be a tauntlet if you were ta- if you were taunting somebody with a taco. It would be a tauntlet. A taunt. No, Talk. no, that's not it. Taco taunt. No. Taco taunt. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, last question here. If the word taco did not exist and someone had to create a word to call the object that is a taco, what would you call a taco used with made up words or existing words? Bonko. I'll have a deep fried bonko. Bonko. (laughs) B-O-N-K-O. Bonko. A bonko. I like Um, that. I like that. It's close, but you know. Bonko. I was thinking more like something handheld, like a, like a, like a handy Sam. (laughs) Handy Sam. (laughs) I'll have a chicken handy, Sam. <laughs> like it. Wow, that's marketable. <laughs> or you could call it a sandy ham. A sandy, yeah. sandy, sandy ham doesn't sound as tasty as a handy <laughs> Sam. <laughs> sandy ham sounds like a picnic gone wrong. <laughs> All right. Oh, honey, the ham's gone sandy. <laughs> okay, this is the time of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to me, like lovers do. Do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? What's your favorite drink to have with a taco? Favorite drink? Uh, I'm not a big margarita guy. Um, I'm more of just a Mexican beer, so a mm-hmm. Modelo, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the Negra Modelo. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, a, you know, a Corona, but mostly Modelo. Yeah, yeah. Dos Eques. Yeah, Dos Eques is good, too. Tecate. Now we're just going to name all the Mexican beers we know. Yeah. yeah. Nice ice cold Ice right. cold, yeah. Right. Lime or no lime? Oh, lime. Yeah. In lime. the beer. In the beer, yeah. yeah. Have you ever... Um, I like doing that trick with the beer where you put the lime and then you turn it over. That's just that's just fun. Ow. One of, one of my favorite things is take a Modelo can, open it, lime the rim, stick the lime in, and then salt it. Ooh. Modelo can. Nice. I got to try that. Have you ever woken up with a taco? Has yeah. there been like... Where you're like, I think I took some Taco Bell to bed and and there it still was in the morning. I just talked about it last week. There's times when I wake up and there's a half-eaten taco on the pillow next to me. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's in the wrapper. Oh, wow, my God. And it's the Taco Bell kind, so it's it's still good. It's kind of spongy because <laughs> that never goes bad, right. you know, the hard shell. Oh, yeah. I've been there, yeah. And, uh, doing this show, yeah. there's been a lot of... Taco nights. Yeah. Taco (laughs) and taco mornings. Like, oh, what did I eat last night? (laughs) I ate, oh my gosh, the taco's still here. And you're like, look, I got places to go. Can you get out? So you throw the taco out the window. The taco walk of shame. Or, yeah. Taco walk of shame. Taco walk of shame. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. 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 Is that when you 
spent the night at the Mexican restaurant Possibly. and you leave in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> My family was on vacation once and we just played a game. We were like in Myrtle Beach or something and we woke up pretty early and we're driving around and we're like, let's play the walk of shame game where you just see someone walking down the street. You're like, walk of shame. And they have to be carrying their shoes yeah. though. Carrying their shoes. Yeah. Maybe no shirt or shirt over their shoulder. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun game to play in like beach towns. You know, the walk yeah, of shame. Yeah, make sure up the stories for it. Yeah. yeah, you could do that yeah. in KC as well. Uh, yeah, speaking of a taco shame, is there any other taco shame you do? Do you ever eat tacos alone, just in your apartment by yourself? Oh like, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my I, I, car, I eat, I eat alone. <laughs> in my car, um, sometimes the same place twice, three times a day. It's the taco <laughs> shame meter. I have no shame, I guess. Only uh, love. I've been there. I've been there. Um, doing this show, it's been a, it's been a sometimes a dark taco road that I'm on. It's it's a lonely road, but it's a delicious, <laughs> delicious road to be on. And every now and then you find some other aficionados that we can't we can't match your fervor, but but we've. Oh, uh, you we guys. Just, I, we are kindred kin, spirit, for spirits. Sure. Yeah. Jeff, I was a little worried when you said you like burritos, but I can tell you're really a taco guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, you like tacos probably. I mean, you said you like burritos a little bit more. Yeah, I think it depends on the place too. You know, someplace like like here, I probably would not order a burrito. I don't right. think I've ever seen you order a burrito here. You yeah. usually get the fish tacos, some sort of, or those, yeah. the one with the, the kind of the three the, different. The Baja fish tacos or the, uh, mm-hmm. the I forget what the other one is but yeah i feel like you got to get tacos at a taqueria yeah 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 you do yeah and we're all gonna get ice cream right? oh yeah as, yeah. as we I've check been out here thinking tonight. about yeah. it are you still talking i'm oh, yeah, sorry I'm, <laughs> I'm, that's why i'm bringing it up just so to remind, remind us we gotta go get ice cream well guys thank you so much for being on thank the show you. thanks for talking thank tacos you. with me uh, tell everyone where they can find your music and, and tell them about the show this Friday. Right. So you can find us online at victorandpenny.com. And so we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all the platforms. iTunes. Yep. iTunes, right. Spotify, all those things. Amazon. You can buy tickets to the show. We have a show coming up this Friday night at the Musical Theater Heritage in their beautiful theater. And we're bringing in some special guests from Oklahoma that are rocking that Oklahoma sound. Um, three young gals and their name, uh, the name of the band is The Annie Oakley. And uh, that'll be really fun. They'll open up for us. And that's Friday night at 730, uh, the 20th of September at Musical Theater Heritage. Thanks for being on the show and safe travels. And we're going to end the show with uh, one of your songs. So here's some Victor and Penny, everybody. Thanks for talking tacos with me. Thank you. Thank you. No need to get up. Sugar you are, honey, that's what I've got I'll take a shot, ready or not Oh, this bag of bones just wants to stay home Oh man, I hope it keeps on snowing The dishes can stay all day Alright, well, they lay Till we put them away And the laundry pile I have to wait a while Day off, boogie with you Yeah, day off, 
the burner gets hot. Honey, you know I love your cooking a lot. I hate that. Like it or not, it's melting your pot. Oh, there's nothing to do but make dog eyes at you. Oh, man, it's really blowing. We're making a plan. A plan. Oh, like nobody can. Oh, man, well, honey, we conspire like a house on fire. Day off boogie with you. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. Thanks to everyone here at Dos de Oros for having us out tonight. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some tacos! tacos.